0: Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real life issues. To learn more, visit conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Y. Smith. Now, on yesterday, I was talking about the two types of judgments that can exist. I discuss the inward judgments that can take place and that usually happens as a result of one's own insecurity. Now today, I am going to pick up from where I left off on and I am going to discuss the other judgment that can exist, which is the outward judgments. Now when a person displays outward judgments, it is the result of an act of selfishness and even ill will towards the individual who is being judged. Now, unfortunately, you don't have a good opinion of someone, and you are not afraid of voicing that opinion to others. Now, although inward judgments dealt with a private conversation that you had within yourself of how you felt about a person, outward judgments are the complete opposite. As you share your judgments against a person, you want the group of people that you have shared it with to grow you also hope that others will develop the same type of judgments as you have. Because you don't want to see any good come to the accused person. Even if they do receive recognition or accolades, you still hope that their character will be stained based on the judgments that you are spreading around. Now, in dealing with outward judgments It can go into different directions, and it may or may not be competitive with the person that you are judging. The goal for you is not whether they get something before you, but that they don't get ahead at all. Now, on the one hand, you and the accused person may have had some type of conflict in the past, and instead of resolving it, you have allowed your resentment to build up now your personal vendetta is to make sure the person doesn't get any support and encouragement from others because they may help the person reach their goals and you know that is not what you want you must first ask yourself why do you feel this way why can't you have a conversation or maybe a discussion about the conflict that took place and if one did exist Why are you still holding on to the resentment? Yes, things may not have worked out the way you thought, but why can't you just let it go instead of allowing things to continue to build up? Those are questions you need to ask yourself so that you won't keep dragging it with you year over year over year because it shows that you are the one that's still stuck or that's still hurting or that's still upset about the situation. Now, if you are not going to resolve it, then please just let it go and keep moving forward for the better of your life. Please understand that you are the only person that you can control. Well, let me say, let the truth be told, you, if you are listening to the voice of God, you are not in control even then. You are letting God control your every move and choice and decision that needs to be made. Now Ephesians chapter four verse twenty nine says Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful, so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. And again that's Ephesians chapter four verse twenty nine. You must make the decision to resolve or to move forward. But either way, don't allow your conversation to be filled with judgments of another person. Now, on the other hand, your attacks on the person make you look better because of other people being against the person also. As you continue in your judgmental accusations, the negative bystanders build you up making it harder for you to just resist the temptations from it. The more negative seeds that you plant and water and develop root, the harder it will be for the person to succeed. However, if God is working for that person, your efforts are guaranteed to fail. Even if you didn't have a conflict with a person or you don't like what they are doing, Instead of tearing them apart verbally, either directly or indirectly, learn how to bridge the gap and try to find a way to live and to work peacefully together with all people. Instead of causing division, try to put self to the side and find ways to support the person. Just realize that things that may look easy to accomplish may not be as easy as you think and the person really needs your support and encouragement instead of your attacks and condemnation now proverbs chapter 12 verse 18 says some people make cutting remarks but the words of the wise bring healing now when you look at this scripture are you allowing your words to be wise enough that they do bring healing or do your words actually bring the cutting remarks, as Proverbs twelve eighteen says? Now, I know some things can happen and it bothers you or it rubs you the wrong way. And sometimes it just hurts just real deeply. I'm not saying that things won't happen. And there will be some people that will do things specifically to you. However, you have to find a way to process the information to get through it. Now, on page 273 in the book, I share with you seven questions to ask yourself in dealing with your outward judgments towards someone. Now, here are a couple of the questions. How did you think the situation was handled? And then another one may be, can you learn how to work with them, even if it means that you will have to compromise or sacrifice? Now, there are several other questions listed that may help you to deal with judgments. So I do ask that you do refer to those if you do have the book so that you can actually get past this situation. Please just make sure that you rise above the situation and not tear down another human being. Also, please keep in mind that you will reap what you sow. Now, most people think that if they inflict hurt certain way on someone that the exact same hurt will come back on them so they try to make sure that they won't get caught now it may or may not be that way so let me just go ahead and just give you an example suppose you cheat on someone or maybe you betray someone in a relationship now you may have hurt someone deeply but you feel that you won't get hurt back like they did because you're not going to open yourself up for someone to cheat or betray you, nor will you allow yourself to get that close to them. So you actually feel safe in the situation. However, the one thing that does have your heart, that could be a job, that could be a business, that could be maybe personal hobby that you have, whatever the case may be, as time goes on, you find out that someone has been either cheating or betraying your business, or they've done something to your hobby, or something has happened, and it has affected you so deeply that it may have even affected your financial outcome. Now, as a result, it has hurt you at your core. Now, you do not understand how it could have happened and why they did what they did to you. And you are just deeply hurt by it. Now, you may not believe that you are getting back what you did to someone else from the whole components of reaping and so on. But in reality, you are. Now, you may have minimized the pain from your actions And you didn't care about the hurt that you inflicted on the person that you cheated on or betrayed. Now, moreover, someone else minimized your pain from their actions that they did to you. And they didn't care about the hurt that they inflicted upon you. Now, you sold into the action of cheating or betraying with one person. And you actually reaped back the action of cheating by someone else. And they did this to you. Granted, it may not have been done in the exact same way as you had done it. But it still allowed you to feel the same type of pain. The only way it was going to be felt by you was by you feeling it from something that was close to you. So, another relationship may not have been important to you, but that actual job or that business was. So, all in all, if you plant and water seeds that are stemmed from the enemy, he will also use you to help his mission on someone else, and it will be coming back towards you. So, please make sure you are being true to who God wants you to be and not allow your selfish nature to get the best of you. So let's go ahead now and look at our example with Joseph and his brothers with outward judgments. So Genesis chapter 37 verses 9 through 20 says, Then Joseph had another dream and told his brothers about it. Listen to this dream, he said. The sun, moon, and eleven stars bowed low before me. This time he told his father as well as his brothers, and his father rebuked him. What do you mean, his father asked. Will your mother, your brothers, and I actually come and bow before you? But while his brothers were jealous of Joseph, his father gave it some thought and wondered what it all meant. Soon after this, Joseph's brothers went to pasture their father's flocks at Shechem. When they had been gone for some time, Jacob said to Joseph, Your brothers are over at Shechem with the flocks. I'm going to send you to them. I'm ready to go, Joseph replied. Go and see how your brothers and flocks are getting along, Jacob said. Then come back and bring me word. So Jacob sent him on his way and Joseph traveled to Shechem, from his home in the valley of Hebron. When he arrived there, a man noticed him wandering around the countryside. What are you looking for? He asked. For my brothers and flocks, Joseph replied. Have you seen them? Yes, the man told him, but they are no longer here. I heard your brothers say they were going to Dothan. So Joseph followed his brothers to Dothan and found them there. When Joseph's brothers saw him coming, they recognized him in the distance and made plans to kill him. Here comes that dreamer, they explained. Come on, let's kill him and throw him into a deep pit. We can tell our father that a wild animal has eaten him. Then we'll see what becomes of all his dreams. Now, as you can see from the scriptures, Joseph's brothers still had jealousy and resentment towards Joseph, and they didn't want anything good to happen to him. As time went on, you can see in the last verses that they had made a judgment call with each other to kill him and to make sure that everyone was in agreement with the plan, even with what they would tell their father, especially since they knew he had a close relationship with Joseph. Now, when you are in this state of judgments with people, you must make sure that you are not only pulling your mirror up, but that you are listening to God instead of the enemy. The enemy wants you to keep this level of opposition with someone because it causes division instead of unity. If you can take a step back long enough to observe what you are doing, you will be able to see how this is not what God would want you to do. God is still there and he has something just for you to do for him. You must stop allowing the enemy to trick you into thinking that God is not in your corner and that God is not going to allow you to win. When you listen to the enemy, you keep forming these negative views and judgments, mainly because of the lack of things progressing in your life. Please don't keep listening to it. If you do, the enemy waters this last root from the seed of jealousy which is the root of vengeance, which I will actually have to discuss tomorrow. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye.